Hello, everyone. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We are so glad to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon, and soon to be starting up a new work in Lapine, Oregon. And uh, praise God, we've got some special announcements to make that will even kick these things off. Coming up very soon, we're going to have some miracle services, one in Lapine and one in Tualatin. So if you see on the screen there in Lapine on August 20th at 7 p.m., we're going to be having a miracle and healing service with Brother Sam Swag, and that's going to be at 7 p.m. at the address you see there on the screen. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday morning, Brother Swag is going to be ministering at 10 a.m. in Tualatin. So if you know some people in these different places or you need a touch from God and healing yourself, please come out. Praise God. God is doing miracles. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. And we're so thankful for that. Right. And uh, we're expecting big things. And uh, so come be a part of it if you can. Amen. Amen. And then in, uh, on the heels of that miracle service in uh, Lapine, we're going to be starting a new work. Mm -hmm. So praise God. And uh, we'll start that off by meeting in Fridays come uh, September 10th. So we'll let you know more about that. But you see the addresses on the screen and such and times. And if you have any more questions or need more information, you can reach out to us through the website and get all the information that you need through that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, we want to say a great big thank you to all of our church family and friends for your continued faithfulness and partnering with us, Amen. praying for us and, uh, uh, your financial support because it means so much to us mm -hmm. and we couldn't do all we do if it wasn't for your continued faithful help. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're getting the gospel out in a mighty big way. Glory be That's to right. God. Amen. Right. Amen. Also too today, one last thing uh, is that uh, it's not least either, but we're going to be receiving communion. First Sunday of the month, we're going to re be receiving communion together. So if you want to get the bread and the cup ready, uh, then uh, you'll be ready to go here towards the end of the service. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, with no further ado, we're going to move forward here and uh, let's open up with a Word of prayer. What do you say? Amen. Amen. Yes. Heavenly Father, we do say thank you. Thank you and yes. we're so grateful for all of your blessings. Mm -hmm. We're so thankful to be alive in these last days. We thank you today for the fresh touch of your Holy Spirit upon the words that we speak and giving us fresh utterance. Open yes. the eyes of the understanding of all of us, Father, and every hearer out there mm -hmm. today. And that, Father, we'll see things that we need to see and we'll move to another higher level in the faith life, mm -hmm. and every need would be met. We thank yes. you for that today. In the mighty name of Jesus, mm -hmm. amen. 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 Oh, well, if you have the, your Bibles with you, uh, and hopefully you do, turn to Ephesians chapter 1. And while you're turning there, I want to remind you, the last several weeks we've been sharing on the subject of wisdom. Wisdom is so important. Last week we ministered a message on entitled, uh, When Practical Wisdom Starts, or Where It Starts. Uh, there's a practicalness to the wisdom of God. Amen. It's Amen. the supernatural and the natural together that make things work for the Christian life here on earth. Okay. And uh, as we've been learning from the word of God, the word of God is full of God's wisdom mm -hmm. in such a practical way. Look at the book of Proverbs. We've looked at some scriptures there. We'll look some more uh, here, but it's full of wisdom and what to do in life about natural things as they occur in our life. Mm -hmm. And so we gave a scripture from Ecclesiastes 10 here a couple of weeks ago, and we've gave it every week, but it talks about sharpening the axe. 
And uh, if we have an axe that is dull, an iron, they call it in the scriptures, uh, if it's blunt, it needs to be sharpened. And that wisdom is profitable to direct. So wisdom would tell us that if we've got a dull axe, then we need to sharpen it. All right. right. So we, we pretty much all know that. But in the spiritual realm, uh, we need to make sure that our spiritual senses are keen and that we're listening to God because the Lord has wisdom that's profitable to direct right. in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. God cares about you, your family, your life, your job situation, your business, and he wants to help you uh, every step of the way. But so many times uh, Christians don't ask him like they should. They have not because they ask not. And when we ask God for wisdom, he wants to give it to us. Okay. So, but I want you to notice here something. Paul prayed a prayer uh, for the church at Ephesus that has a ripple effect ongoingly as we hold fast to these prayers that he prayed. That's right. And sometimes we can take for granted as Christians certain things like I'm a Christian. God knows I have need of certain things and we'll just leave it up to the sovereignty of God to see to it that it's going to come to pass in our life. And this can cover a myriad of areas, but wisdom included. God knows that we need wisdom. We all pretty much know that we need his help every step That's of the right. way, every day. Mm -hmm. And, but there's a way to go about it. There's a way to go and obtain it. And it starts by reverencing his word as a believer, putting into practice as best we can the wisdom that we receive from his word and being a doer of the word. Mm -hmm. For example, the wisdom of God is walking in love. Even when we don't feel like it, mm -hmm. uh, it's the wisdom of God to do the right thing. It won't That's right. cause hindrances in our prayer life and open up the door to sickness and disease. That's just one area mm -hmm. of God's wisdom, right? That's so right. we're looking at this in a practical way, endeavoring to anyway. And Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus a certain way. Mm -hmm. And he didn't pray this prayer just once, but he prayed it continuously. He That's prayed right. it relentlessly. Now in the book of Ephesians chapter one, and he also gave uh, us a prayer that he prayed in chapter three. But let's start off in chapter one and let's read this together. He said in verse 15, Ephesians chapter one, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Mm -hmm. So he ceased not to pray, making mention of them in his prayers. So in other words, these were continuous ongoing prayers that he prayed. And we're about ready to find out what he exactly prayed. Mm -hmm. Now, just like the church at Ephesus needed that back then, we today need this same revelation yes, of understanding from God. Mm -hmm. And we don't just leave it up to chance. Mm -hmm. Look what it goes on to say. This is how he prayed. Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 
Now get this in verse 17, <clears throat> and we can't hit everything about the importance of different things brought out here, but we want to hit some of the high spots that first of all, he never stopped praying for them and he prayed this way over them when he did pray. And when he did pray, he simply made mention of them. That means it wasn't a matter of that he had to pray eight hours a day for God to break through and on and, and, and onto the scene in these Ephesians lives, but he just mentioned them. Yes. He brought them up by name yes. and he prayed for them. Mm -hmm. And we can do the same thing for our lives, for our children, for our family members, for our coworkers, Amen. for people in our That's church right. family. Relent yes, relentlessly. And and stay mm -hmm. with it. Stay with it. Because that's the key. Staying with these prayers. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I remember one precious man yes, of God amen. made the statement. Never forget it. He said, when I started praying these prayers over myself and prayed them a thousand times and stayed with it, that's when the light started coming on. That's when I started yes. to get revelation that I never had before. Amen. And he was thoroughly saved, filled with the Spirit, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So all of us as believers need that touch from God and his wisdom. Yes. And rather than taking it for granted, mm -hmm. ask God. Amen. Because he satisfies the hungry. Amen. Yes. And it, well, and on, on that, on the tail note of that, uh, God appreciates when we are fervent about something, when we're passionate and there's a, there's an earnest about what we're praying about. We don't have to, some people love to yell and scream and they think that you, you've got to do all that for God in order for the Lord to hear us and for the devil to be afraid of us, but we don't have to. I mean, there's times that you can raise your voice and you can be, you know, excited or you can be fervent about what you're praying about. But I so appreciate James 5, 16, because it <clears> says, First of all, you know, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another, but that ye may be healed. But how are we supposed to pray? Anytime you pray, we mm -hmm. need to pray with our heart engaged 100%. Yes. Because um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a phrase that I remember um, one of our mentors had said, and they said, you know, if you do something half-hearted, people wonder why they don't get results when they give a half-hearted effort towards the Word of God. But if you give it 100%, Yes. If you give it 100%, it won't take long. <clears throat> That's right. It won't take long. So it goes on to say here in James 5.16, the effectual fervent, fervent prayer, prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That means it's heartfelt, it's passionate, it's ardent, it's on fire. And yes. it goes on to say, Elias, um, <clears throat> talking about you know Elijah, uh, he was a man subject to like passions as we are. That means he was human. He was flawed, imperfect, like we are. And he prayed earnestly that it may not it might, might mm -hmm. not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Mm -hmm. So the point is, you know, here's a classic example following the the heels of this is how what happens when a righteous man, you know, effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. It means it it ha it's very effective. Right. Okay, we can see results. And then you take Elijah, for instance, and he was, he, on his best day, you know, he was flawed. He was imperfect. But how he prayed and what happened as a result of him mm -hmm. praying. And the, the same thing goes for you and I, because we're under a better covenant with better promises. And mm -hmm. God's promised to hear our prayers, according to 1 John 5, 14 and 15. God's going to back his word. 
Amen. And the angels back up the word of God. They're there to perform the they word of hearken. God. They hearken to the word of the Lord. They hearken to the command of faith. Mm-hmm. And they're sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. Mm-hmm. And when you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then that means you <clears throat> are you are uh, you you're qualified to right. have these things happen in your life. When we engage the word of God, we act on the word of God, and we do it with a hundred percent, we can expect results. Yep, exactly. So praise right. God for that. Yes, praise that word God. effectual, fervent. That means to hot to boil over. It's like at that tipping point Mm -hmm. to where when like a tea kettle starts to boil or starts to simmer, but it's not quite boiling yet. But when it boils, the steam that is exerted through that tea kettle Mm -hmm. begins to whistle, right? That's right. And that's that's where it is in prayer, is being ardent, Mm -hmm. being hot, boiling over. Yes. Everything in it, when you pray, uh, pray, like you mean it, yes, right? Amen. amen. As you might have heard before. So the factual fervent prayer of a righteous man available much. And that goes with any type of praying, prayer of intercession, prayer of faith, prayer of agreement, but also here in Ephesians as we're reading about here. So when Paul's praying, he was praying out of his heart for these dear Christians because he knew that there's some things that they need to know about. There's some light that needs to come mm-hmm. forward that they don't have yet. And that's true for all of us. We all are at different levels and various stages of spiritual growth and development. Mm -hmm. And we all need to continue on that road, on that journey of growth spiritually. But it doesn't happen with the passing of time. We need to be hungry for it. We need to press in for it. And Paul, he's doing his utmost best as he's praying there to pray for the church. And Mm -hmm. he prayed for other churches too. It wasn't just Ephesians, but we have this pattern, this spiritual pattern that was given by the Holy Spirit to be able to pray for people when people aren't seeing things and the light that they need. He said, you got to pray that the light comes on, Mm -hmm. right? right. I mean, if you go into your house and it's totally dark and there's no night lights, it's pitch dark. When you turn on that light, you're less likely to stumble around and trip That's over right. something That's the first if thing you come you in your house. That's exactly right. If you, you don't want to trip. For a light, you find a flashlight, you find some light on your phone, or you find a flashlight, or you turn on the light switch. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you do because you can't see where you're going until you, you it, turn on some light to see where you are going or where you need to go. Exactly. If you get up, uh, you might get up in the night or get up and it's dark out. Somebody come to the door, the phone ring, whatever the situation may be. And... If you're not careful, you're liable to stub your toe on the dresser or do something like that or the door jam. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't see where you're going, mm-hmm. uh, you're prone to have an accident or run into things. Well, we're going to be prone to success. Yes. We're going to be prone to knowing the wisdom of God mm-hmm. if we really press into these things and know that Jesus, as it says there in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, He's been made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Mm-hmm. First thing it mentions there is wisdom. But how, how do we cause that to work out and translate into our individual lives? Well, obviously, number one, by applying the word of God as we have it, we build our lives on what Jesus said. He who hears my sayings and does them, I'm considered a wise man, yep. liken him to right? A wise man. Yep. Liken him unto a wise man. That's mm-hmm. Matthew chapter seven. 
that built his house on the rock. We want right? to be wise. Not foolish, like the other man was. Right. Built his house on the sea, and it all crumbled. The sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly, on the sand. But we have the choice to make. Mm-hmm. We can either listen and apply the wisdom of God, which is his word, mm-hmm. and then the spirit of God as he gives it to us to to see things. But it all comes and stems from the spirit of God. And that's what Paul's praying. Now, we've already been saved. Mm-hmm. If you've been born again, you're a child of God. You say, well, don't I have already all the wisdom I need? No, we have to tap into it. We have to tap into that. Yes, that's right. the creator of the universe now lives on the inside of us, but we still have a part to play in reaching out to God with the hand of faith and saying, Father, I don't know what I need to know yet, but I'm believing you and asking you to invade my life with your wisdom Amen. so that I know how to appropriate your will better in my life. That's right. Glory to God. Amen. Well, in James 1, James talks about too, he says, you know, he encourages, you know, if you're going through, uh, you know, temptations and trials and this, and those type of things, you're supposed to, first of all, consider it all joy, but knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let mm-hmm. patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. That means complete, whole, uh, you know, mature in the things of God. Because that's mm-hmm. a lot of times when God's working things out in our life, that's what happens. But in the <clears> midst of all that, and if any of you lack wisdom, James 1, five, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to ask of God. Like you're saying, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness. But we always still need the Lord's help in every situation. That's right. Because we're not God. We're made in his image. We've received everything that he's given us. But why Mm -hmm. would James encourage us to ask of God if we had everything? We do have, but we still have to tap into, there's a constant flow and supply. It's no different. Hey, I went and filled up my gas, my my car with gas. Mm -hmm. So it should be, it should last forever, right? No, it gets spent. It gets used. Right. Um, it leaks, you know, it leaks what? It leaks, uh, it gets used. The gasoline gets used. So you have to go to the filling it station. It gets spent up. It gets spent. Exactly. And so no different than us as spiritual beings, we use up what we have, you know, put into us. And it's important that we go and get filled up spiritually. And that's why we have to have a constant diet of the word of God and read in the word of God and pray in the Holy Ghost so that we can receive what God has for us. Right. And have it fresh, have a fresh supply because sometimes there's people that they have need of you mm-hmm. and they have need of what you have. So you're like, well, I'm giving a supply for myself, but also to others. There's an overflow blessing, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have to always be instant in season and out, not only for ourselves, but for other people too. Amen. And helping them. And when God gives us wisdom, then that wisdom can in turn be a blessing to other people That's right. because we can help other people with it, right? Mm-hmm. So... When Paul's praying here in Ephesians yes. chapter one, he said, I don't, I'm not going to stop praying this way for you because light comes many times gradually mm-hmm. and the light starts coming on. Yes. It's like the sunrise. Well, we know the sun doesn't rise. The earth rotates, correct? Mm-hmm. But in that, it comes in a gentle way. The sun mm-hmm. sets or the earth turns so that it appears like the sun sets. So it's gentle. It's gradual. It's not just noonday at one minute and midnight the next. That's right. And that's a good thing, right? So God's wisdom uh, many times just breaks gradually. We do get flickers of light and just like facets like, wow, I never saw that before. 
wow, I never, and, and that's wonderful and great. But as we have a steady diet of asking God yes. to help us, show us mm -hmm. what to do. Mm -hmm. I think about that scripture there in Jeremiah 33, 3, yes. where it's the Lord said, call unto me mm -hmm. and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. That's right. Well, he wasn't going to know mm -hmm. unless he asked, Amen. unless he called. And that's the whole thing is with an earnestness yes. and expectation, yes. we should be pressing into the things of God and especially, yes. God, I need more of your wisdom. Amen. And one, you know, honey, one scripture I've been meditating on here lately is Psalm 32, 8. And uh, the Lord is speaking here through David, who wrote the Psalms. But he says right here, I will, the Lord is talking, okay? I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way oh gosh, which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. See, that's wisdom to ask of the Lord and then to meditate on that scripture. And people say, well, do you know what you're going to do? You know, what about that decision? What about this? Are you going to buy mm -hmm. this? Are you going to do this? Say, well, I'm not sure yet, but I know the Lord's going to show me because I've asked him. Yes. You know, and you answer that according to who, you know, is doing the asking, right? You answer mm -hmm. them according to who's doing the asking. If a person doesn't understand about the things of God, you say, well, I'm, I may not know now, but I will. Mm -hmm. But if a person's born again, you can say, well, you know what? I've prayed and the Lord's going to show me. Yes. And because he's it's not going to withhold any good thing from those that walk mm -hmm. uprightly. And maybe the answer is on its way, right? Just like in the, just like Daniel was talking about. The answer's on its way. He prayed. He he got before the Lord, made supplication before the Lord. And guess what happened? The Lord brought the answer to him. It was delayed. Yeah. The angel appeared to him and told him it was delayed, but he stuck with it. He stayed with it. Right. And we, being filled with the Holy Ghost here in the New Testament with a, with a better covenant, we can press in and stay with it. And maybe, you know, again, mixing patience with our faith. It talks mm -hmm. about there. It's, you know, patience is having her perfect work in us. Right. Because God's going to answer us on his appointed timetable. Right. A lot of times we've been yep. talking about this. A lot of times, you know, we look at the watch and we say, well, God hasn't answered me according to my timetable. Or we look yeah, at the calendar and it's our time. But God's got the perfect timing. We have to, that's part of the, the faith life of trust in the Lord and not walking by sight, but walking by faith. So this mm -hmm. is all intertwined together, but it all goes together so that we can have a successful prayer life and also be great recipients for what the Lord has for us. Amen. What he wants us to receive. Amen. So he doesn't cease. Ephesians 1. No, cease not. Verse 16. Constant. And look what he says. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. What does that mean? That he may give it. Yes. So in other words, there's a furtherance of revelation that's given or granted because it was asked for. Yes. And Paul is praying this for the church at Ephesus. Now look what it goes on to say. Amen. That you would get the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? Mm -hmm. Now, we could read on down there to the end of chapter 1 and verse 23. But I want you to notice here before we close out for the day that there when he says in verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's the eyes of your heart. That's right. That's right down here in your spirit that you see things just like when you got saved. Mm -hmm. That 
The Bible says we know we passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. One of the surefire ways that we know that we passed from death unto life is because we have a new heart inside of us that loves people. Amen. We might have been filled with rage and anger and all kinds of bitterness and unforgiveness towards people because of what's going on in the world and how this one did that one and they treated me wrong. But when we get born again, we get brand new on the inside. God forgives us. We receive the capacity to forgive like God forgives yes. others. Yes. And praise God, our heart becomes enlightened. We start seeing things in a different realm, in a different way mm -hmm. about God, about people. And once we were walking in darkness and now the lights mm -hmm. come on. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. And now we're a child of God. And, you'll and see we have a no-so experience yeah. about and, knowing Jesus. And there's times, honey, too, that you're going to, it just brings you up to a new level. You're seeing things that you mm -hmm. might have not ever seen before. It's like it's like you walk and, and everything starts to be revealed to us. And I'm, I'm not saying apart from the Word of God. It's sticking with the Word of God. Mm -hmm. But there's, there's more revelation that comes. You want exactly. more revelation? Read these scriptures. Pray these scriptures over yourself, over your family members. Put your name in there. And exactly. even before you read the Word of God, you know, say, Father God, I thank you. I cease not to give thanks for me. For my family members, put their names in there. Put your own name in there. Make a mention of you and yes. myself in our prayers. And all of a sudden you'll read something and you think, I've read that before, but I've never seen that before. Because mm -hmm. again, revelation comes. The Lord starts to enlighten our darkness. Revelation of the revelation. Yes. And the thing is, is yeah. that someone else can give you revelation that God gave to you, mm -hmm. but you have to be able to own that revelation yourself. And yes. the only way that happens is by the illumination that the Holy yes. Spirit gives to you personally yes. about Lord. that. Yes. And we say the light comes on and it's like, oh, I see, mm -hmm. I see, I got it now, I see it. Yeah. What do you mean? Did, did you see it in the natural? No, you saw it in with the eyes of your heart. Yes. And that's why Paul prayed there yes. that the eyes of your understanding yes. would be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the hope of Jesus' calling for our life. What happened in the great plan of redemption? What did he do for us? Mm -hmm. What did he pay the price for so that we could walk in today yeah. in becoming his child, coming into his kingdom, mm -hmm. and being able to walk in the light of life? Amen? Right. Yes. You might be out there today and say, I'm not sure that I know the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. To me, I've read the Bible. It seems like a dead book. I've got good news for you. Mm -hmm. And that news is that God loves you. He cares about you. And he wants you to come into his family. It's not a religious experience. Mm -hmm. It's not a church right. experience. Although going to church, it's a wonderful thing. We need our own fellowship as believers. But it's coming into the kingdom of God, the family of God. And that's by faith in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. That we're all in need of a savior because of our sins. The good news is, is that Jesus paid the price 2,000 years ago. Right. And now if we receive him, we receive what he did for all of mankind in his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension to the Father's right hand 2,000 years ago. Amen. His precious blood was spilled because of his great love for humanity. Mm -hmm. And that love included you. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there today and you do not know the Lord Jesus as your own personal Savior and want to say today, I'd like to receive him. 
We want to pray for you right now and pray with you. Mm -hmm. Open up your heart. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. That's right. So if you want to today, pray with us right now. Open up your heart. This is the first step mm -hmm. in coming into the kingdom of God and entering into the wisdom by receiving the light of life, which is the Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So why don't you bow your head Amen. wherever you are right now. Get on your knees if you can and say this after me out of your heart. All right. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I ask you today. And I ask you today. To cleanse me. To cleanse me. To forgive me. To forgive me. I see my need. I see my need. Of a Savior. Of a Savior. And so I today. And so today. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. And the work he did for me. And the work he did for me. On the cross. On the cross. I receive him. I receive him. As my personal Savior. As my personal Savior. I believe. I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. And his blood, and his blood was spilled, was spilled for my redemption. For my redemption. So Lord God, so Lord God, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for forgiving me. For forgiving me. Cleansing me. For cleansing me. Making me new. For making me new. Inside. Inside. And welcoming me. And welcoming me into your family. Into your family. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To as many as received him, gave he them the power to be the sons of God. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's how we do it is by receiving Jesus personally as our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're going to receive communion in just a moment, but I want to say something. If you prayed that prayer, mm -hmm. Please contact us through the website and let us know about that. We want to send you some materials free of charge to help you in your new walk with the Lord. And we also, too, want to help you to get into a local church family because you need to be a part. If you're in the Tualatin area, we invite you to come and be a part of Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin. Okay, so praise God. At this time, we're going to receive communion together. We do this on the first Sunday of the month together here online. And if you can join us in person, we do it there also. But 1 Corinthians chapter 11 tells us what revelation the Apostle Paul received about communion. This is a very sacred, honorable time as we receive of the Lord's table together. Now, Paul, by the Holy Spirit, gave us insight into actually what happened and further identified the fact that Jesus, the night he was betrayed, took bread. He took of the cup. He broke the bread with his disciples and drank of the cup with his disciples. Mm -hmm. And those two things, the bread and the cup, represented what he was about to do for all of mankind once and for all. That's right. And the bread represents and purchases for us healing for our physical bodies. The spilled blood, which is represented in the cup, identifies with us, with him, in his spilled blood, the ability to receive remission for sins. Mm -hmm. It symbolizes that. It stands for that. And so when we receive of the cup and of the bread, what we are doing is we're putting ourselves in remembrance about what Jesus did 2,000 years ago for 
us, That's his right. children. That's right. So communion is designed for those that already know Jesus. Okay. So if you just received the Lord, then you can partake of this also, and you mm -hmm. should. Mm -hmm. So when Paul said here, talking about the bread, he said, take ye, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So when we receive of the bread, we do so in remembrance of what Jesus did. And that as the scripture tells us, by his stripes, we were healed. So healing was purchased in the great plan of redemption because of the stripes that were laid on the back of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's so right. today, as we receive this and partake of the bread, honey, do you want to go ahead and pray over the bread? Sure. And then we're going to believe God for healing and a miracle in your body. Because as a child of God, you have mm -hmm. the privilege of believing for that because it belongs to you. Amen. So, Father God, as we come before you, we thank, thank you, Lord. You, we have the word to stand upon. We have 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Father. We thank you for what Jesus did for us on the yes, cross. Yes, we do. That his body was broken for you and me. His body was broken for you and I talking about you out there in the listening audience. And Father, we thank you. Thank this you, resembles God. what Jesus did on the cross for our bodies. He took upon himself all of our sicknesses and diseases and everything that's named or not named, he took it all. And Father God, as we eat this bread today, we thank you. We can receive healing. This is one way to receive healing for our bodies today. Yes. We thank you, Lord, as we partake of this bread, we can say by his stripes, we were healed. If we were healed, we are healed. So whatever yes, you are you, having God. difficulty today with in your body or sickness or disease, terminal, non-terminal, uh, just a common cold or a headache, whatever it is, it's nothing's too little, nothing's too great for That's Jesus right. to take away from you. Because if he bore it, why do you have to bear it? So That's let's right. receive his healing power today as we eat this. In Jesus' name, thank, thank you, you for God. your healing power working in my body. And you can go ahead and say thank that. Thank you. Thank you for your power. healing power working in my working body. In my body in and Jesus. I receive it right now in I Jesus' name. And go ahead and take and eat. Jesus' Hallelujah. name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power Thank working you, Jesus. in every person's body. You are name. my healer. You are my healer. You Lord are my God. healer. Yes. And begin to thank him for that. Amen. Because his words are life mm -hmm. to us as we believe them in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. And let us know your testimony mm -hmm. if you've been healed today or in any other broadcast, as we prayed mm -hmm. for healing, because it glorifies Jesus, because he is the true healer. Amen. Yes, now, yes. with the cup, this represents his spilled blood. This is where salvation is. It's through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Mm -hmm. And as Paul told us there in 1 Corinthians 11, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Mm -hmm. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. So we do this in remembrance of the Lord Jesus mm -hmm. Yes, we do. because of what his blood did and what it means to us today. Mm -hmm. So let's thank the Lord yes. that he's the forgiver. Yes. He's the cleanser. Yes. He's the one who brings us into the Father's family. Mm -hmm. Father, thank as we you, give Lord. you thanks today yes, for this cup, mm -hmm. what it represents, we thank you for the cleansing power of the precious yes, blood of Lord. Jesus. And when we ask for forgiveness, mm -hmm. It's granted unto us immediately and yes. completely. Yes. And we want to thank you that we're your children. You love us mm -hmm. and you're wonderful and you're glorious. Mm -hmm. And we are a part mm -hmm. of your family. Yes, we are. And we want to thank, thank you and praise you for that. 
In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Amen. We Thank praise you, you and glorify you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your fresh touch Thank on every Jesus. person today. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Well, we are so thrilled to have been able to be with you once again today. Again, as we close out today, we want to remind you uh, about the upcoming miracle services in Lapine and in Tualatin here in the month of August, August 20th in Lapine, August 22nd in Tualatin. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can contact us there at our website, as you see below. And uh, if you have any further questions, but come expecting, come to those special services and uh, you'll be mightily blessed because Jesus loves you. Amen. And if you know other people, and I'll tell you what, Brother Swag's got a real bona fide healing and miracle ministry. We're so mm -hmm. thankful yes. and uh, feel so privileged to be able to have him in. Mm -hmm. And uh, God's doing wonderful mm -hmm. things. And uh, this is a time to be excited about what Jesus mm -hmm. is doing in these last days. He is That's coming right. soon. That's right. And your testimony matters, what Jesus has done for you. So make sure mm -hmm. this next week, get out there and look for opportunities, pray for opportunities where you can spread the gospel and share what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Until next time, remember, the Lord loves you, we love you, and Jesus is coming soon.